to church and other drugs. Yeah. We we real up in here. Real. Real. Recognize real. My name's Jed. My name's the best. If we the realest, you're going to find this side of the real world. Yeah. Um, I was all... I was all amped and in a good mood, and then I, I just watched the. Have you have you been following the Madden shooting? Oh, he sent me a link. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't see it yet. How oh. many people died? Four. Four people died. That's dude. That is crazy. It's awful too. The so and it was like so they were live. So uh, there was a, a Madden, which is a video game to, to the the two people that don't know. Um, Jabron. The, the jabronis that don't know and it was a, a tournament that was being live streamed and there's like conflicting reports but like so far anecdotally people are saying it was a dude that lost and he left and came back with a gun and, and straight killed did, people did he shoot the people that beat him or he just shot random people? i don't know you can see it's so eerie and and it, someone said it might have been a laser pointer but you can see you know how they'll have the um They'll have the game playing in the background, and they'll have the the players in like a picture in picture at the bottom right hand corner. Mm-hmm. It had them, and you see a red dot go on this dude's shirt, and then the picture cu- cuts out, and then you just start hearing shooting, and you you hear one of them say, "What did you just shoot me with?" And then you hear like more shots, and you don't hear anything. It's really, oh. really awful. Yeah, like it. Yeah, I had to say a quick prayer for the nation. It's just like, yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. Oh, crazy times, man. Not to make the mood even darker, but literally right before you called me, um, Maddie got the news that her half brother passed. No. So I mean, it's you know. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Yeah, it's been a constant thing. I mean, he's he was in the late stage. We were just waiting. He was in the late stages of a uh, throat cancer. Oof. And so was that yeah. from was it from smoking or anything? I know that he used to smoke a long time ago, but he was sober for a while. And I think in his fourth or fifth year of sobriety, he quit. Um, oh, that makes me. And I'm vaping right now. I know. Like, that just yeah. makes me. That's awful. That's like the any any sort of I mean any obviously any cancer is awful, but like lung and throat and mouth and all that's just so bad. I mean, seems so horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it doesn't it doesn't look pretty from from what I understand. In so the, in the game. Yeah. is she kind of like? Is it kind of a relief sort of thing? In a sense, in a sense, it is, man. I mean, I know. You know, I mean, not to put too much out there, but I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure everybody was struggling with it and seeing him like that. And I could just say from my perspective, you know, if the tables were turned, I would like to think that, you know, I would I would try to just just be done. Yeah, (laughs) I'd try to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I'm sure it's weird for you not looking at me. My camera doesn't work. Very weird. Yeah. So I I see a, (laughs) uh, a blue it's just continuously loading the little circle that's going around and around. Can you see me? I can totally see you. That's, awful. that's not fair. That's not I fair know. at all. I'm like making all these like verbal gestures and stuff, and I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> Force of <laughs> habit. Uh, well, yeah. So, well, that's the show, you guys. So, that's just, it. <laughs> we got Don't, you know, stay alive. People. Stay alive. No, well, I mean, speaking of staying alive, it was my birthday yesterday. 
Yeah, happy birthday, Jed. Like some boy, Yeah, dude. Bonus yeah. levels, dog. How old are you is? 31. Damn, you old. Can an older person call you old? I think I could still How do old that. are you? 33. God, you're old as shit. <laughs> I am. I just look younger than I am. So people are always like, what? You old? Well, yeah, brown and black don't crack. And neither does That's heroin right. addicts, apparently. That's true. Double winner. It's true. I think we went through this, but it's the whole um, uh, drug addicts and heroin addicts especially only experience, they call it micro-stress. Yes. So, yes, if stress is the agers, then heroin addicts go through long periods of being high, therefore no stress, and only That's... relatively short periods of freaking the fuck out and trying you to find, find heroin. It. Right, right. And, and then they get it and they're like, yeah. It, it's true, yeah. though. All the junkies I know, man, they're just, you know. So, like, the cortisol, yeah, the stress hormone is probably just like we don't experience a whole bunch of that. Cause we, and we only have one thing to worry about. What? Getting heroin. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, or, or getting, yeah. Well, on, I was about to say getting arrested, but on heroin, you really don't care. That's that's more of a speed thing. Like I, yeah, I mean, yeah, we both talked about pretty much shooting up like while cops were like in yeah, the Yeah, it's, dude, it's, it's amazing because I, I remember it's so funny. Like on, on coke or meth, I, I, I was the guy that was like, dude, you're talking too loud or like anything. Just be like, yo, chill, chill. <laughs> but on heroin, I remember I picked some up. And I, uh, I just, you know, immediately drove, I was with my friend who was sober or not sober, but he wasn't on heroin and he wasn't yeah. shooting up. And I pulled into a gas station. I was like, yo dude, I need you to look around for me. And he was like, there's someone right there. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, man. I, <laughs> this has got to happen right now. <laughs> like, no tinted windows. Just like I've made eye contact with people before and I'm just like, what <laughs> while man? you're doing it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like a cat knocking something off your table. Just yeah, stand. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> what you going to do about it, bitch? <laughs> yeah. I did. It was funny. I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I don't know if that's the correct verbiage for it. It was an experience. Um, I was at the laundromat. I mean, this was like a year ago now. I don't remember if I told this story. Where all the white trashy bonds be at? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Well, it was these, these two chicks just pulled up, and I was like, they look hammered dude and sure uh, enough they just took turns one of them's head would go down and then come up really fast and then they'd start nodding and then the other one's head would go down and then come up really fast like they're i guess they were snorting it or whatever <laughs> and I, I just was just staring at them just like these these two it's like, it's like i guess you know like what better use of time could you make like while waiting on you know while yeah, waiting right, on the water? you know you want to <laughs> Go do a little laundry, you know, snort some drugs. <laughs> oh, so you'll appreciate this, and maybe other people will too, from a uh, psychiatric interest. But I got, I did that genetic testing for my psychiatrist. Oh, what'd you find? I did it a while ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? I did it in like 2008. Oh, nice. So I have the MTHFR the uh, heroin. mutation. That's the heroin gene, right? No, that's the, which it's funny because MTHFR is just like motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) You got the motherfucker. (laughs) You got that motherfucker, dog. (laughs) Um, That is the uh, folic acid. It's like my body doesn't process folic acid. Okay, okay. So he got me on 
um l methylfolate as a folate as, okay. as a supplement to my isn't deplin one of those that yeah does? that's that's yeah. the prescription version of it okay deplin all right yeah um so did you so did they run your genetic test to see if you have a predisposition to heroin addiction because it it showed that for let's see uh methadone codeine hydrocodone Wow, and hydromorphone. It said it didn't like it, it. Just all it said was gene gene mutation will affect the, these medications. It'll it, it, like this list. It was like it'll give you a list of like take as directed genetic type will affect it, and genetic type will like. So the motherfucker gene affects those. Well, I think it's separate. Like it was like se- okay. it was like seven pages. So the first one was the um, that motherfucker, and it w- which which would just indicate if you need to add folic mm. a a methylated folic, folic acid. acid to your to your diet or whatever. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, because I mean they weren't as advanced as they are now. When I did mine, what I did, did yours it. Say? It said so. I, the thing, the only my only take homes to this day. It said a lot, but from what I remember. I did not have the genetic predisposition to alcoholism, but yeah. I did. Uh, yeah, but I did have the genetic predisposition to heroin addiction. Ah, nice. I, nice. I could see. See, yeah, yeah I, I'd want that test specific to which ones the opiate. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, that. yeah. It sounds kinda, like it got more advanced. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of what I feel like too. I mean, that matches my experience. It um, matches mine. Yeah, yeah. Which so, is wild. It just, I mean, yeah, yeah. That stuff's getting so. Uh, it's getting so cool. I feel like in the future, I hope that everyone who gets put on any any opiate will be mandated mandated to take a genetic swab test to see before prescription, so they can at least know about the possibilities and the dangers. You know? Right. I think that should be mandatory. I agree. The yeah. genetic stuff's so weird. It just reminds me of Gattaca. You ever seen that movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but a while. Yeah. But yeah, just just the whole idea that then they can start discriminating on the basis of like your genetics and like the whole. Uh, mm. Do you want to have this kid or not? Because oh is, yeah, yeah yeah there's like a whole. Can yeah, of worms it, that could open. it always gets weird when it starts, you know, the manipulation and playing God stuff, and um, yeah, like um, you know, like the whole cyborg talks that you know what I'm saying, you know, chip implants and all that. I'm just so not for any of that stuff. No, the, apparently there was some company in Wisconsin that that just uh, I'm probably I don't know, it was some state. We'll just say that I think it was Wisconsin though, but they chipped their employees. And like, oh, I heard about that. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, no, thank you. It's like uh, you call in sick to work, and they're just like, "Hold, please." Uh, according to our tracking implant, like you're fine. Your temperature is yeah. ninety eight point six. Get your yeah. ass to work. Why? Yeah. Why is your wrist moving up and down so rapidly? <laughs> and so, then yeah. like, and then it'll turn into like, if you don't get to work in ten minutes, like we will self destruct. Like what? <laughs> yeah, you can what? do that. Oh no! Yeah, I just know. I just there's that something. But I mean, like it's so much easier for me to just like ask Google in my head than on my phone. It's right? Like, uh, is that really uh, worth it, dude? Like, are you that lazy? Oh, dude. Sorry. Things are getting. I mean, and you're in. I mean, what's what's the worst thing you've seen in in 
Portland uh, progressiveness lately? Oh, let's see, man. You know, I've had a nice little break from school, so it's been, I've kind of been keeping more to myself. Um, yeah, man, it's actually, it's been, it's been, it's been nice lately, dude, that, you know, it's like the weather's been good, so people are, like, generally more chill, you know? Um Man, I uh, I don't know if I have much right now. I'm gonna have to think on that for a minute. Dang, Portland coming up empty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get to this interview. So. Smoking fat blunts because it's legal. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. You smoke one right now, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks like a cigarette. Yeah, it's the new thing. Uh, yeah. So I met I met Brandon on um, another Facebook group through the wonderful world of, of the internet. Um, and it turns out he's a fellow uh, guy in recovery um, slash Christian slash we'll find out uh yeah so i wanted to have him on to 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 spin his yarn to tell his story debesh is here with me as this time not as always i'll be here yeah thank you okay (laughs) yeah yeah brandon go ahead man rock rock on yeah so uh i was born in dallas texas a long time ago uh i'm actually so i'm 25 now i was born in 93 i'm a i guess what you would call a millennial but, uh, yeah, so, uh, I was, uh, I, we moved to Georgia to Atlanta, a little town called Canton when I was probably like nine or 10 years old. I, I was and born we, in I, Stone Mountain. I'm sorry. Wow. Right. Stone Mountain. Yep. <laughs> Racist Mount I'm Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. It's beautiful out there. It Anybody is. from Stone Mountain. Yeah, it's beautiful out there. Some of it, some of it anyways, but, uh. Yeah, so we moved out there, and uh, I grew up there. I homeschooled my whole life, so I grew up in a real conservative home, I guess you would call it. We uh, we didn't celebrate Halloween, uh, and we we didn't actually celebrate Christmas. We weren't Jehovah's Witness, but we didn't celebrate Christmas. So what what, what did your parents classify as or identify as or whatever? So we went to a Baptist church for a while when I was a kid. 
Uh, and then we uh, started going to mostly non-denominational churches, but yeah, just Christian. My mom was like, uh, so we celebrated Christmas, I guess, till I was like seven or eight, I think. The last thing I got was like a Denver Broncos jersey. Uh, How weird is that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, uh, we, I don't know, I guess Christian, non-denominational, whatever, I don't know. Like I said, we, we grew up Baptist, I guess, but... Uh, Excuse me, but then we went out of there whenever we went to uh, Atlanta. We moved to Atlanta and started going to a non-denominational church, which is where I met my wife when I was like uh, probably 10 or 11, I guess. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And uh, so we went there for a while. My dad was on the worship team. And uh, so I always went, went with him and like um, I learned to like run sound or whatever. And so I, I went with my dad because he always wanted to do music stuff, but then he had four kids and couldn't, uh, you know, sustain four kids on music, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So we, anyways, we went to Atlanta. Uh, I grew up there. I homeschooled my whole life. And, uh, then at some point, you know, started getting into girls, started working, started driving, uh, started hanging out with this one girl and, uh, she uh so at that point there was a lot of k2 or spice you know yeah, you, yeah. yeah. if you're familiar with that good old goodness yeah uh yeah so i started smoking that and i thought it was fine because i got it at the shell gas station you know i thought it was cool what that was uh, like the first thing that you did mm-hmm. what well you did well, that before you drank yeah, well, kind of. I mean, I, when I was 11, I was hanging out with my buddy Taylor and Aaron, and we drank, there was like some hot beer in the basement. Mm, there always uh, is. Yeah, so I drank a, a, like a sip of a hot Corona light when I was really little, but that was mm. disgusting, so I yeah. don't count that. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, yeah. so you're, you're officially the first person I've ever met that their intro into the world of drugs was, was synthetic, was K2. Good lord. So, yeah. Were you, I mean, were you like, I mean, did you have any, was there no, I mean, walk me through that process. Was there no like guilt or you're like, I don't think God would, would want me to smoke this or was it like, or was it like, because it, it was it just like, oh, this is just like candy or a soda. Cause I can buy it at the gas station. So it was kind of, uh, well, I guess, so I was really goody. I guess we can rewind. I was really goody two shoes. Uh, I was in like a band. We were a Christian band. And, uh, like I would get on to my buddy who played bass cause he would like smoke cigarettes and stuff. And, uh, so I was like that kid. Yeah. But then too. I, I started hanging out with this girl and then she, you know, you know, showed me K2 and I was like, this is using awesome. the rib Eve. Yep. She, she yeah. pulled an Eve. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. And, uh, she also, we did shrooms and she showed me, we smoked weed, you know, uh, four locos was, uh, probably <laughs> the next thing. Uh, oh. but uh, yeah, oh, yeah, just the worst that, things ever. I know. Hitting all the classics. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Straight off the rip, dude. No. So, uh, I didn't have, I mean, I, I didn't have a lot of guilt. I mean, I guess looking back at it, I did, um, just, but at the same time, like my, I don't know, I grew up in such like a place where you just didn't do stuff because you just weren't, you know, as you just don't do it. So, uh, I was the kind of person who I would just go and do things. If people told me not to, just because I wanted to see why. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. 
and and I wanted to smoke weed, but I didn't know where to get weed, so I could just get K2 at uh, the Shell, so, you know, I did that for... How old were you? uh, So I was about 16, I think, 15 or 16, so there was a house down at the end of the block that uh, was abandoned that... uh, like we would, she had a car, so because she was a little bit older, and she would drive over, and we would go down there and just do whatever stupid shit she had. And uh, sorry, look at. So I know you, I don't know if there's video. Is there video for me? Yeah, I, no, not on the podcast, but I can see. Is that is that a cat? No, that was my dog. Sorry, uh, sorry to <laughs> interrupt the story. No, you're good. She was really cute for a second, but. Uh, I think, I, yeah, I was about 15 or 16, and then uh, started doing it a lot when I was about 16, uh, 16, 17, I did most of it. And then um, the night that the iPhone 4S came out, me and a couple of my buddies were uh, in my car, and we were driving to go to the, uh, so what I had done when the iPhone 4 came out is I went out with my dad and, uh, like, sold my spot in line for 100 bucks. And, uh, so we were all four going to go do that as we were going to wait and wait in line and sell it to whoever would pay us the most. <laughs> Smart. Uh, yeah, really actually, true. I thought it was a good idea. I still think it's a good idea, but I don't know that people still line up anymore. No, but... like the last big lick. I remember people did that when the PlayStation two came out and, and the PlayStation three, not maybe it was the, no, yeah, the two and the three. When did the PlayStation 2 come out? I think I was like half a year old when that came yeah, out. Yeah, that, that would have been like... That was a while ago. 98, 99, something yeah. like that. Was it really that long ago that the yeah. PlayStation 2 came out? Yeah. Wow. I wasn't allowed to play video games till I was like 12 or 13, so... <laughs> I, I had strict... Yeah, I, I, yeah. I tried to buy Duke Nukem, and that was the first time my parents like, uh, looked at video games, and they're like, what? And they're like, no. Yeah, yeah. Duke Nukem was super graphic, especially for a little kid. Yeah. 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 So yeah. As graphic as I was allowed to get was Tony Hawk 3 over at my buddy's house across the street. So That's got some pretty secular music, too, bro. I'm surprised you <laughs> said that one passed, dude. It does, yeah. Thankfully, they didn't actually listen to it. They were just like, there's no violence, so it's okay. Yep. Yeah. That's so funny, man. Yeah. But anyways, that yeah, the night the phone came out, I was uh, with my buddies, and none of them knew that I had smoked K2. Uh, but I had some in my backpack, and, you know, of course, I'm going to go sit in line. Of course, yeah, I'm going to find some time to go hit some K2, you know? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Of course. <laughs> And uh, I was driving like an idiot, and uh, I got pulled over with all my buddies in the car. And, of course, you know, they're like, oh, you're not drunk because I, you know, I blew fine. They were like, but we think you're high. So they searched my car or whatever. They found the K2, and I went to jail for the first time. Oh, at 16? No, no, no. At this point, I, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. No, I was. I had just turned eighteen oh, at this point. Happy no, birthday! I'm, Go to jail. I skipped. Yeah, <laughs> I just turned eighteen. Damn. So at this point, I was with a different girl, right? Uh, I was with this one girl, but I was still hanging out with this other girl on the side and just doing drugs and whatever. Because this one girlfriend, you know, we were Christian and didn't want to have sex because we weren't married, right? And uh, you know, this other girl, we could have sex and do drugs, and no one would even know. So, so it made sense. Yep. Yeah. 
so anyways, I got arrested that night. And the plan was I was going to stay. So my parents were going to be moving from Georgia back to Texas. And I was going to be staying in Georgia. Uh, and then I got arrested. And <laughs> so then uh, you were going to be staying with the state of Georgia. <laughs> well, that's what I thought, right? So I had to spend all the money that I had saved up to get my car out of the impound and to pay for my bail. And then, uh, thankfully, my parents paid for a lawyer, but that came, like, a little bit further down the road. But uh, So I used all my money, basically, to get out of jail and to get my car out of jail, so I had to move with them. And mm. that was literally not even a week later. I think it was the 14th of October. So I turned 18 on the 5th, and then I think the 14th, the, the phone came out, or I got arrested. And then I think we moved on the 26th. Wow. So... Yeah, so a lot of stuff happened in that month. And then when we got to Texas, I was, like, super depressed because I was away from this girl, both girls, basically. They found out, or the, the main one found out about the, the drug one. Then there was a whole long-distance drama thing, and we broke up, and then I thought it was the end of the world. Of course. And, uh, yeah, and then I got a job at Olive Garden. So Yeah, that's what you do next. <laughs> yeah, happy times are yeah. here again. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I don't need you. Yeah. I got. I don't need you. I'm going Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah. Actually, have you ever heard of the restaurant Mikocinas or Mikochin? I don't know what it is. It's a Mexican place. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. So my mom told me that they were building one down the road from where we moved, and she was like, "Yeah, it's really expensive. So you should go down there and you should apply." So I did. Uh, and then there was an Olive Garden next door, and I was like, "Hell yeah! Why not apply for Olive Garden too?" And Olive Garden's the one I got. And in retrospect, that's awful. I wish I would have worked at Mikosinas, dude. That's it was a bummer that I worked at Olive Garden. That's but that's 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 that's. The I've experience. never heard. I've never heard anything different. I've know? never heard anyone be like working at Olive Garden was the greatest decision <laughs> of my adult life. Yeah, I really no. weird places. I don't know. So actually, there's. I've met one person that said that actually. And really. He still, he still works at the same Olive Garden. Wow. Oh, God. His name his name is Lance. He'll never listen to this, so I can tell you. His name is Lance. And uh <laughs> Is Lance cool, man? No, Lance is cool okay. as a fan, bro. Lance okay. is cool as a fan. <laughs> but uh Lance got to serve Michelle Obama. Oh. There, Wait, oh. Michelle Obama went to Olive Garden? Michelle Obama go to Olive Garden. Oh, you lie. As a part of her campaign or something for like uh, healthy food in schools, oh, it was whatever okay. that. there was a PR it, piece involved. Yeah, yeah. she, she oh, threw sorry. it up immediately. <laughs> yeah. If I was, <laughs> if I was eighteen, then this was like five, six, seven. It was seven years ago. So, good old, good old Bayrock was still our president, and uh, she was running. <laughs> his wife was running around and uh, you know promoting healthy food and stuff. But she came to our Olive Garden, and I didn't get to work that day, but Lance did. And sorry, I know that was a sidetrack, but Lance says that it was like it's the best job he ever had because he got to serve Michelle Obama. Hey, you know, I'm not going to disagree with him on that one. Dude, it was nuts, though, because I went up there uh, because I wasn't working that day, but I knew that Michelle Obama was there because, duh. Yeah. But uh, there was, dude, there was people, there's a rooms to go next door, and they were propped up on top of the rooms to go with snipers and stuff. It was some Holy of the coolest shit. stuff I've ever seen. That's dude, awesome. You were like, break- what did Lance do? Yeah. <laughs> Our, the, <laughs> the break room, uh, t- there was just like a table in there, and it was just, and they were just stacked with guns. I wasn't allowed back there, but I, someone snapped a picture. 
it wasn't Lance. It was someone else. But because Lance very do that. very important because Lance bang, is too cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so yeah. legit. Anyways, so yeah, working at Olive Garden, met some people, and of course, if you've worked in a restaurant, drugs abound. Drugs, oh yeah, drugs yeah. are everywhere. Central. Yeah. And I didn't know how much I liked drugs until I started <laughs> working at Olive Garden, dude. Because yeah. I didn't yeah. think I had a problem smoking K. Because I only did that stuff when I was with that chick, and so I just thought it's no big deal, whatever. Yeah easy to uh, pin it on the situation that's super interesting we were thinking about doing some sort of study about about drug use in the um in the uh restaurant what you call it yeah restaurant industry you yeah. should so, it's, it, no go ahead well i was no, saying it, it's, it's definitely i mean with anthony bourdain and um mm-hmm. you know gordon ramsay and it's all <laughs> and in charleston where our good buddy uh scott countryman is there, yeah. there's just been a lot of hope high profile uh, chefs overdosing and um, yeah. yeah, it's happening now more than ever. Problem, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's, but I'm convinced it's in like all workplaces. Though, it is for the it's, most part, and, that, and that's what I said. But I really do think it's more concentrated in that in that field. Yeah, 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 for sure. And so is alcoholism. It's just like a mm-hmm. part of working there. You know, exactly. Uh, it's very accepted there. Like with Pain right. pills, speed, and alcohol, and there's bar, and there's a lot of cash, and a lot of long hours, and you got to deal with people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyways, yeah. So I, I, I mostly just smoked weed. I didn't really, you know, smoke weed and drank uh, when I worked for Olive Garden. Whatever. Were you like, damn, this is way better than Spice? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, really. No. I was like, dude, I want some Spice, bro. No, not even kidding. But uh, I didn't. Okay. Thankfully, I didn't. Uh, yeah. Now, I was only, you know, straight on that alcohol weed path. Yeah. But uh, I met this girl at a coffee shop. Trend, maybe. Uh, yep. And, and uh, she had a friend named Corey, and he and I started hanging out a lot because we started smoking together. But then Corey also was just one of those dudes that just like to do whatever could come by. You know, yeah. like whatever, whatever call, came Call up. those garbage disposals. Yeah, whatever came up, he was like, I'll have 10 of them. Right. And um, so basically, I worked at Olive Garden. When I wasn't there, I was hanging out with Corey. And uh, so that's the first time I started doing like pills. Like, we did Xanax a lot. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's the first time I ever tried ecstasy, good old Blue Dolphins. Nice. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the, the stamped ones. Yeah. 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 And uh, obviously, we, you know, yes, pressed. Impressive. Mm. Uh, <laughs> impressive. But uh, yeah, so I just did a bunch of random stuff with him, basically. And uh, so back to Olive Garden. <clears throat> Corey got in trouble. I didn't. We did shrooms together, whatever. He got in trouble and like moved to Austin or something. Back to Olive Garden, I meet this guy named Matt, uh, and we get a job at, uh, what is it, LA Fitness. Nice. Uh, so we both leave, uh, we both leave LA, or I'm sorry, Olive Garden and go to LA Fitness. And uh, he lives show, in the Obama city. show up there too? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but the owner of the, uh, of, uh, so there's some strip club called Onyx, apparently. And, Sounds uh, yeah, it's it, uh, apparently it's it a big sounds deal. rock hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. 
And, <laughs> you know, that's a little geology quip for you. <laughs> and uh, so this this is uh, Dallas, by the way. We're in Dallas, Texas at this point, uh, in case I missed y'all there. But we're, uh, yeah, so I, I start working there. He lives in this apartment complex, and I move in with him. And he, go, he like, has parties in his apartment every weekend. And uh, for my 19th birthday, he bought me a bottle of Rumple Mints and threw a straw in there. And he said, happy birthday. And I passed out before the party started. And uh, but I loved it, dude. And so I started drinking pretty, pretty hard and uh, hanging out with some other people in the apartment complex that would come to the parties. And there was this one dude that sold weed. And so, of course. Uh, I go and see him fairly often. Uh, and one night I went over there and was like, "Yo, I need some weed. And he's like, dude, I don't have any bud, but I have some of this. And, uh, it was, uh, so it was a chalet and he had like, uh, so a meth pipe for, yeah. the, for those of you, <laughs> I don't know what y'all call it around the other side of the Mississippi, but, uh, what, uh, a stem What's some other words, uh, no, Man, I never I did that shit twice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I they call, call it a stem, a piece. They call it they call it an incense pipe at the uh, at the head shops, or at least they used to. I don't know. Anyways, he uh, we were playing Call of Duty, and I was like, Nah, I don't know what he called it. Speed. So if there's two things I swore I would never touch, it was meth and heroin. Never. Mm. I'll do anything else, but I will never touch those two. And so he called it speed. And at first I was like, I don't, I don't really want to mess with this, whatever. You know, he had the torch and they had like a fucking hose hooked up to it. And can't, it was crazy. Uh, and so we played Call of Duty and they were whooping my ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh, I've got, a, I've got such a similar story. Bro, they were whooping my ass. And I of was course like, they Fuck were. It, dude. I was like, give me that hose. And I <laughs> hit that, that shit. Give me that meth contraption. <laughs> yeah. Not and, meth, uh, best speed. Speed, yeah, contract. bro. It was speed, get it, it right. Meth. As far <laughs> as I knew, it was not meth, bro. And so uh, he, sp- you know, he was like, "No, I, I got it, bro. All you got to do is inhale when I tell you to." So okay, so he did the whole magic number and I, and then blew that frigger out, and it was Cloud Life Central, bro. And yeah. it was over. It was over with at that point. Did like, you get any better at Call of Duty after you exhaled, bro? Yeah, you have no idea, yeah. <laughs> I, bro. They were in the dirt, dude. I was like, I was, I was MLG level, bro. I think that's what it is, right? Major yeah. League, yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was up there. We were playing. I remember we played zombies until six o'clock in the morning. That's and my, go ahead. No, me, me and Brad have the similar thing. We just got super Brad from the podcast. We got super. It was when uh, Black Ops. I think just Black Ops was out, mm-hmm. um, and we, dude, we like the sun came up and down twice, and we were <laughs> oh just so we were just we just got stuck and got so good, <laughs> yeah, just unreal. And then at some point it, we got awful, but for there was a good peak time there where, uh, yeah, we got stuck in the the video game hole. Apparently, About apparently. In Major League Gaming, Adderall is a serious issue, too, as far as, like, uh, drugs in the restaurant industry. Apparently, uh, that's really prevalent. I mean, but I guess Adderall's fucking a problem everywhere, really. I guess so. I mean, anywhere that there's 
millennials, there's Adderall. So amen to that. Right. Tech companies, I, big big deal. You with Adderall? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, I did. I, I I was prescribed Adderall for a little bit, and all it did is make it hard for me to pee. So I never understood it. But I'll tell you what, that's that speed, bro. That took me. That took me to another place. Mm-hmm. And so uh, naturally, uh, obviously, yeah, it was like six o'clock in the morning, and my alarm went off, and I was like, oh shit, I gotta go take a shower and go to work. And uh, literally, it's all I thought about all day. I was just yeah. like, bro, I need more of that. I, I smoked mm-hmm. weed, and it was like nothing. I, I was yeah. like, I need. You, you found more your thing. Like you, you experimented for years, and then you found like this is the one. Yeah, and so. Yeah. It, and so the blue, so the ecstasy was like, oh my god, that's great. But I was scared that it was putting holes in my head. So I was like, no, I'm only gonna do this every now and then. <laughs> that MTV special did so much good for the country with this misinformation about it. it putting- was my oh yeah, yeah. It really was yeah. helpful though, because we all thought that. <laughs> I thought it too. Yeah. My mom was like, it takes ice cream scoops out of your brain, and I didn't know what that meant. I just was like, yeah. shoot, I I'll just do it every now and then. It's just it's just missing spots in 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 the CT scan, so it's not actual holes in your head. It's just you know, but yeah. Oh, good old campaigns, man. Good old (laughs) propaganda. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It worked though. It worked. I think it worked really good. Yeah, and they scared me uh, away from acid for a long time too. But then uh, I found that at a later date, and that was great. But (laughs) anyways, I was doing yeah. So I did meth for a while. Thought about it all day. Went back and, dude, I did speed. I mean, we did it for a long time and uh, a couple weeks, whatever, uh, and before I realized what it was. And uh, I was like, shit, at this point, you know, it's too late, whatever. Uh, And I started, like, giving this dude a ride. Uh, His name was Sergio. And uh, so he, like, he got kicked out of where he was living. And so he just basically stayed in my car and we would, like, just get really fucked up and I would go to work and then I would like drop them off. I made a bunch of money at that point working at LA fitness. Cause I was a, like an assistant manager or whatever. So, um, like it wasn't that big of a deal. I would like put them up in a motel or whatever. And basically I was never home. I was always awake. I really don't remember most of that part of my life. Uh, and that was a good couple months straight. It was only a few months really, but it was like, it felt like forever. And uh, so I had this this girl come into town from Georgia. Um, I started like basically dating some girl that I kind of knew in Georgia over like Facebook or whatever. And then uh, I got her a plane ticket and she came out to Texas to see me. And I had been up at this point for um, it was the longest I had ever been up. It was like a little (laughs) over a week. (laughs) Oh, dude. Yeah. shit, Shit gets so strange. And it was like I was so paranoid about her not knowing that I was doing anything. (laughs) And so, yeah. And so I was just like, you know, all I need is some fucking some more ice to stay awake, to stay normal, some bud so that she and I can smoke. And then it's just some Xanax to put me to sleep so that it's normal. We both fall asleep at the same time. Right. Yep. Uh, so got all three of those from Sergio. He was posting up at the motel down the street. And so, uh, we got it and, uh, came back to my apartment and, uh, my buddy and his girlfriend were out of town. So it was just me and this girl. And I was like, I'm going to go start a bath for us. And, you know, went in there to hit the pipe and passed the fuck out. Uh And 
flooded the apartment and she like came in there and like broke the door down and I was like passed out on the on the toilet, bro. Oh. And this so just to preface this, I don't remember any of this. None of it. I remember nothing past. I went and picked up all this stuff from Sergio and I I took two bars before I walked out of the room. Uh, and there and oh. there was the mistake. Yeah. It was over with, dude. Yeah. And uh so this was a Thursday and I bought like I don't know, it was like 14 or 20 bars, something like that, and popped two of them. And like I said, I don't remember anything. This is all just what she told me and other people told me. But, um, yeah, so she came in there and stopped the water or whatever, and I passed out. We slept. And I was, like, freaking out, apparently, saying, you know what, fuck it. You know, I can't live in Texas anymore. I can't do all this speed. You know, I never sleep. And. I flipped out and packed all my stuff in my car and was going to leave, uh, leave. I, I, so I, I passed out that Thursday and I don't know when it was that I woke up, but I remember it being Sunday and, uh, all my stuff was in my car and I was headed to Georgia with this girl. And I was like, you know what? I need to stop by my parents' church and I need to tell them that I'm leaving. And, uh, so I went to my parents' church, and in the I don't know what happened, bro, but in the middle of the sermon, I like walked up to my parents, and I was like, "Hey, so I'm moving back to Georgia, and uh, I guess they like took my keys and made me sit through church for a little while, and then uh, <laughs> and then made me like sit back in the pastor's like office and like talk to the pastor about what was going on." Because they were like confused. I don't remember any of it. Except I do remember going to that church, though. Um, but yeah, they took my keys, and they're you know um, that girl was just like I don't know. He's been he's been doing a bunch of stupid like drugs and stuff, or whatever. He's been you know she didn't even really know all what all was going on, and um, so my my dad bought her a ticket and was like, go back to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> And you don't want to know this girl. Just, just go on, go on. <laughs> exactly, bro. He was like, "Cam's here." Like, yeah, yeah. He was like, "You can, you can stay here tonight, and then you're going home tomorrow." And uh, so they took my keys, and uh, I don't know. Over the course of a couple of days, I slept, and uh, they found a rehab that was in Azle, Texas, um, a little podunk town in Texas, uh, actually, where there's a lot of meth. Uh, ironically <laughs> and uh so i went to rehab for the first time hmm. and uh it was a 90 day all men's christian rehab and my my mom made very damn sure that it was an all men's christian more than 30 day rehab <laughs> and it was in azel so it was like an hour from dallas i don't even remember what direction but it was an hour from dallas some way um and so I went to rehab there, uh, and I didn't think I had a problem, so I blew the whole thing off, mostly. Yeah. Until about day, like, 80, or maybe it was, like, day 70. It was, like, it was between 60 and 80, and uh, my parents came for one of the weekends, because every weekend after, like, the first 30 days, your family can come for two hours or whatever on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> my dad came in there and told me that he sold my fucking car. Mm-hmm. And it was my first car. It was a 1995 BMW 525i station wagon. And that little thing was my jam. I mm-hmm. love that car. 
And uh, he was like, no, nah, it smelled like postage stamps and skunks. So I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? 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 Do, what do stamps smell? That description smelled like postage stamps and skunks. So obviously, I knew the skunks was weed, but he was like postage stamps. And I thought, if you think about it, if you've ever, uh, if you've ever done speed, it yeah, that's funny. I, it's yeah, you uh, get. Rubber or or burnt yeah. machinery. I guess like yeah. super That's super concentrated dude. stamps. Yeah, yeah. Oh when you lick a stamp and you're like, ah, it this smells is awful, like bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. And so he sold he sold my car, and I had some of the coolest stickers on the back of that dude. I had my like Demon Hunter, uh, like limited sticker on the back, and oh, I had man. like uh, yeah, my first car was stickered up too. I had a every uh, show I had ever been to. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, I had a uh, my other car is a the chariot sticker and dude, oh, that's nice. that's all I want. I, I just want that back. <laughs> but uh, anyways, he sold that and dude, I was absolutely livid, dude. And uh, so I spent about a week just boiling over it, and. Um, like I was just angry. And so I had a counselor, either, obviously there's a bunch of counselors, but there's like one dude that you like, you know, you, that's your counselor that you see yeah. once a week or once whatever. Um, and so one time I went in there and I was just like, dude, I was like so fed up with all the Jesus shit and all the, all the like, uh, like 12 step shit. I was like, so over all of it. And, um, we did. I don't even remember what we did. It was some board that he. It was like a. It was like some train thing. I'm sure you know, Jeb. Something about a train, uh, and like you fill out each block of. Each, I don't even remember of like thoughts from where you get from one place to another. Like a like a behavioral chain analysis or something like that. Sure. Like a thought it, log, I guess. I guess it was something like that. And uh, so I was obviously I thought all of it was bogus. So I just whatever did through whatever so I could get done with my 90 days and go home. Yeah. And and, um, something happened. I don't know what it was. Something happened. And he uh, he was like, I just need to pray for you. And I was like, it's all right, whatever. You know, of course. Yeah. Pray for me. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And he was he just like put his hands on I don't in my head or my shoulder. I think he put his hand on my head and started praying and then he was just like he was like, Man, does the name like Pike mean anything to you? And I was like, No, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. I was like, No, Pike does not mean anything to me. And he was like, I don't know, dude. And he like started praying, you know, like the whatever you know basically calling out a demon calling him uh-huh. pike whatever saying mm-hmm. get out of here mm-hmm. and i just like broke down bro oh. i was like oh. i don't know what happened and that this had never happened in my life yeah you know i grew up in the church and it was just whatever i never i don't think i ever really doubted god but i didn't really ever for a long period of time i just didn't really think about him mm-hmm. and uh I did a while in the midst of all my drug stuff. I did a lot of research on like, you know, pretty much any religion I could think of. Uh, And I got pretty fixated on Satanism for a little bit, like, like church of Satan, Satanism, like 10 commandment, like all sorts of 
weird stuff and that's really when a lot of weird stuff started happening dude anyway definitely take you to those places too like for yeah. real that yeah it's like a dark 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 drug yeah it really is and i didn't even like at the time i didn't think about it like that it just like i didn't feel like i got high after we played call of duty the first time i felt like it was just like like i just felt right and uh so in this rehab, I, I got pretty close to a couple dudes. Uh, there was a guy named Trevor, a guy named Woogie, and a guy named Lance. And we all hung out, uh, and we became really good, uh, really good friends there. And uh, we all kind of graduated around the same time. So that weird spiritual experience thing happened to me. And uh, that was like literally like two weeks before I was done. And uh, my buddy, you know, one of all four of us kind of graduated around that time in those two weeks. Uh, and I kind of turned around and was like, yeah, dude, I really do have a problem, you know, whatever. And, you know, soaked up the last two weeks and, uh, you know, all my buddies kind of like and Trevor Woogie and Lance all kind of graduated in those two weeks. And that was me. And then, uh, so obviously when I got out, we all started hanging out together yeah. and, Woogie and Trevor, uh, before they went into rehab, they did heroin. And Lance and I were the two dudes that did meth. And um, so, all uh, you know, all four of us are hanging out. And at some point, it's obvious to me that Woogie and Trevor are, you know, getting fucked up. Because me and Lance are getting fucked up at this point. It didn't even, I wasn't even out of rehab maybe like three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. And, um like we were doing meth again and I just didn't like it anymore. I didn't mm-hmm. like the taste of it anymore. I didn't like, it made me sick. I just didn't, I didn't like it anymore. And, uh, I started hanging out with Woogie and Trevor more cause they were closer to my age than Lance was. And I just didn't like doing meth. And he, he stayed in the trailer and just did meth all day. <laughs> and so, and yeah. so I started hanging out with them and, uh, I specifically remember one night, they were both in the bathroom for like an hour trying to shoot each other <laughs> up, dude. Uh, it's the worst. And, and I never used needles. I was always scared of needles, whatever. And so I didn't know that that's what was taking them so long. I was like, fuck, dude, they're getting fucked and like fucked up. Sorry. No, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting fucked yeah. up in there. And yeah. they, would come, they would come out and I'm watching a movie on TV and they're just like, soaking it in bro they just fucking and i'm like bro i want to be there and i was like i and i told them i was like yo i was like when y'all get more tell me and they were like no you don't want to you don't want to do this you went through all that you don't want to do this and um i was like you know i pulled the old oh i already know where to get it so if i don't get it with you (laughs) then i'm just gonna get it anyways yeah dude i just don't want to get ripped off yeah exactly And so, obviously, you know, we got some McDonald's, and I convinced them, and they, we went and got some dope, and uh, they were like, you know, if you're going to do this, I'm not going to let you shoot it, but, uh, you know, in Texas, it's tar, and yep. so uh, we went to the, like, dollar store and got some sleep aid, and he was like, this is what you got to do to turn it into powder, and he was like, this is the only way that you can do this, and... uh I remember he makes it down, you know, blah, 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 whatever. It was powder. And then uh, first one, and it was like, it was like the meth, but it was a million times better. Yeah. And I just like, at that point it was, I was like, I thought I had found my thing, but at that point I found it. Yeah. And I, I, 
I had just, at that point, I stopped feeling anything. I didn't think about anything. It was just me in that moment with these dudes, and we were just hanging out, watching some movie on TV, and it was fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so uh, it was amazing. Like I said, I thought I I found my thing with ice, and then uh, uh, hit that heroin, and was like, bro, this is it's over with. For for um, some reason too, I thought you were only an alcoholic, so I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah. Really? No, no, the alcohol didn't come until after my second rehab. That's way later. <laughs> <laughs> No, so uh, I at first I used to joke about I went into rehab a meth addict and I came out a heroin addict. That's what happens. Um, you you go in happens. with a bachelor's in weed and come out with a right with a doctorate you know, in the, criminal enterprise. Just like yeah. that movie Blow, you know what I mean? When yeah. George Young goes in and yeah, yeah, dude, that's a great movie. No, just just so we all can, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so I did that with them for a little bit, and um, and then in August of it was 2013, I think. Uh, Trevor overdosed and died, and mm. his, so he 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 went back home to Indiana, and because he decided that I I forgot this. Trevor, all of us lived in Texas except for Trevor. He was from Indiana, and um, we were all straight until he went to Indiana. Uh, went and saw Dave Matthews, who was his favorite band, and came back and was he had relapsed and then came back and told Woogie and then they you know met up with Woogie's guy whatever that all happened. Anyways, uh, Trevor uh, overdosed and died, and that was like my first that was my first like real friend that mm-hmm. died ever, and it was my mm-hmm. first drug death ever. You know, and that like it ripped me to shreds. I remember I was working at Starbucks and uh, I got a call from Woogie and he was he just he was bawling on the phone. And he was like, dude, Trevor just died. And I was like, what? And went out to my car. and I didn't have I didn't know who else to call. I called my mom and I was like, mom, Trevor just died. And uh, she just started bawling on the phone with me. And that was probably like the first time my mom and I ever like really connected. Mm-hmm. was like us just bawling on the phone together i was sitting in the parking lot of starbucks just like i didn't know what to do dude and so that ripped me apart and uh so i decided to get clean and uh was clean for like a week and started doing meth again uh got a job at apple and then uh remember that girl from earlier that was friends with Corey. mm-hmm yeah, this is years later. She gets a job at the same Apple store as I do. And it just so happens that she is into pills. And uh, so we start doing pills a little bit. And she didn't really like meth, so we started doing heroin again. And uh, I was a, uh, a functioning heroin addict, I guess, uh, for a good year and a half working at the Apple store. Um. And on and off, I would like stop doing it because I would be like, you know, I would just I would drop some acid and be like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. This is so fun. this is so bad for me. And then I would stop for a little bit, and you know, I, I was on and off for a while. And um, then one day, my boss came in. He was he was gone for a trip. He came back and he came up to me. I was like, you're from Atlanta, right, Brandon? And I was like, yeah. He was like, how would you feel about going back there and opening an Apple store? And I was like, bro, hell yeah. My plan, 
my plan was to get the hell out of Texas as soon as possible. I already, I had already been there longer than I thought I was going to be. And, you know, my friend died and, uh, I dropped at, at some point in there, I dropped Lance off at the courthouse to go to court and he didn't walk out. Oh, uh, it turns snap. out, yeah, it turns out I dropped him off and he went to prison. Ugh. Um, and then Woogie got pretty bad. And then, uh, uh, he got sober and was like living with his uh, like mom or something and wasn't on social media or whatever. And so, uh, I was like, hell yeah. Because also when I was in Georgia before we moved, I was in a band and, um, that was like what I thought every, I thought it was going to be this girl in this band for the rest of my life. And yeah. so that was kind of part of the depression whenever I moved mm-hmm. to Texas. Yeah. And bro, this story is gonna be all over the place, Jeb. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Well, we got you see, you got we got like 15 left. Cool. So you, yeah, you you're can... basically at the end, anyways. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's but, good. Uh, dude. Anyways, yeah. So I uh, started doing that. I moved back to tech, to Atlanta because I thought that I was going. You know, I was going to get sober and I was going to move to Atlanta. I was going to open this Apple store. And, uh, so I did, I got sobered up for about a week, uh, moved out there and then, uh, well, actually I sobered up for about a week. And then the day that I moved out there, I went and picked up from my guy on the way out to Georgia on my drive to Georgia naturally and almost died on the way there multiple times, but, uh, made it to Georgia and started working at the Apple store, obviously ran out of what I bought within you know, that, that drive, I was done by the time I got to Atlanta, it was all gone. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to sober up. I'm going to work for Apple. And I walk outside on my first break at Apple and there's this fucking kid sitting there. And I was, and I don't know what it was, but I was like, this kid knows. Yeah, yeah, dude, we got, it's, that's the junkie sixth sense, man. Bro, it's crazy. And there was another kid with him and I was like, that, that kid has no idea. But the two of them, this one kid, this one kid knows. And so I walked up to him and I was like, hey, man, do you know where I can get some tar out here? And he said, no, we don't have that out here. Hmm. But he said, I know where you can get some, I, you can get some dog food is what he yeah. called it. And I was like, that, I was that like, sure. East Coast powder, son. Yeah. And I was like, sure. Why not? And, uh, you talking like he and I just, <laughs> yeah, he, he and I hit it off and, uh, started living in his car well not living in his car i I just mostly slept there because the place that i was staying i just didn't like sleeping there um anyways we hung out a lot and uh did a bunch of dope together you know as it is and working at the apple store i met this other kid who came in there and at that time there was like a, a thing a lot of dealers were doing this thing where like you know if you if you come in here and sign this contract, you get two free iPhones. You don't have to pay anything. You give me these iPhones, I'll give you this dope. Um, that's the long and short of it. Oh, and wow. so basically you ruin your credit. You sign up for this lease of this phone and they give them the phone. They give you the dope and then your credit's screwed. Yeah, um, quite a lot. I, I, yeah. I, would, I would do it except I would just take it. Mine was even worse. I would just take it to the pawn shop like I would go get. Uh, new phones on a plan and then just immediately take the phone to the pawn shop. Bruh, I did not mess with those pawn shops, dude. Uh, dude. Yeah, I was an idiot. <laughs> they, they were, uh, they sketched me out pretty early, so I, I found people on Craigslist that, there was one guy on Craigslist that would buy anything that I had. And, uh, 
So me, uh, this one kid came in and did that, and his name was Julian, and I was like, bro, this dude is totally, again, I was like, he knows what's up. Uh, and so I started hanging out with him. My car broke down. We got. He showed me how to shoot it up. Uh, I started I started banging it with him. No, whoa. <laughs> I, st- I started... <laughs> I started uh, shooting up dope uh, with it, him. Yeah, yeah, we got, <laughs> we got you, we got you. <laughs> At first, dude, I remember the first time it was like I was scared of needles, so I had to look away. I had to play Man, music. So telling I, my story, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't hear it, I couldn't see it. All I did is I held the tie. Yep. And he he said, "Okay, you can let go," and I let go. And it, again, yep. it was it was like the it was like the first time I did it, except way again. better. Yeah, yeah. and. Yeah. Like, yeah. like being then, born again. Yeah. Yeah. After then, I started stealing an apple at that point. Like, literally the night, I like, that night I started shooting. The next day, I started stealing from them. Um, and figured it, after that. Were you, were you like, I like I need to get more of this and do it like this? Like, that was my experience when I first shot up. Is like, I can't be on the raw end of this. I have to start, like, selling this stuff. And I started selling it, like, that night. Yeah. So I couldn't sell it. I couldn't. I didn't have that that self control. No, yeah, uh, because <laughs> we tried, but I just couldn't do it. And so yeah. uh, we once I started shooting it, it was just it went from like uh, usage that I could kind of afford on my salary because mm. I got I'm, I got paid pretty well working at Apple. I'm sure. Um, yeah. But then I started shooting it, and it was just not enough. All better off. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, at that point, I got kicked out of where I was living uh, after I started stealing. I hadn't gotten caught yet. It took me about a month before I started getting caught or before I got caught, I guess. <laughs> um, and in that month, I'd lost where I had lived. And me and my dog were living in Julian's car and he got kicked out of the place. He was staying in his grandparents' basement. He got kicked out of there and we lived in his car for about a month. Um, and we you know, it's were... bad when grandma won't talk to you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. we were we were stealing from unlocked cars uh and then at night selling it in the morning to this guy getting dope sleeping during the day buying more dope and going and doing it and we did that in the cycle for about a month and a half got really damn good at it mm-hmm. uh and then went out to gwinnett county mr snowden mountain yeah i know it's not gwinnett county but it's near there uh in a place that we weren't familiar with and uh tried to steal and long story short uh i got arrested and he went to rehab and my dog stayed with his grandparents and i went to jail um i stayed that was april 30th of 2015 and that's uh my sobriety date that was the last time i ever did heroin Woo, and nice. yeah yippee skippy <laughs> And so I spent a few months in jail and ended up getting out of jail into rehab as a part of my uh, probation. I had to do 12 months at rehab. Mm. And uh, because we only have a few minutes, that long story short, I got kicked out of there and back into jail as a violation of probation. Mm. And I got into drug court, which is, if you're not familiar. Oh, we're very familiar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, It's 21 to 27 months in Gwinnett, like, Basically, I tested three times a week or yep. more. Went to class three times a week. Yeah. I had to go. You're late like once, and you start over. Yeah, it's like something. built to fail. So I applaud yeah. you for making it through that. Everyone yeah. in jail Seriously. told me they they were all like, "No, bro, take your gonna... time." <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just like, go ahead and just take it. your yeah. sentence, bro, because you're not gonna make it. 
Yeah, they were like, everyone told me not to, except this one dude that graduated drug court and then violated afterwards. He was like, if you really want to get sober, then go for it. And at this point, you know, like in that rehab before, in that 11 months before I got kicked out, um, I started, there was this guy that was in that rehab named Rick, and we started doing, drinking a bunch of alcohol together because he was an alcoholic. And uh, that's when I started getting real bad into alcohol. But anyways, uh, I was like, yeah, man, I want to get sober. So I did drug court really just to get out of jail because I was supposed to get married to my wife in a couple of weeks after that. And uh, so I got out on August 8th of 2016, got married uh, August 26th of 2016. Nice. Day after my birthday. Two-year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. That's, thank you. That's two-year anniversary birthday. today, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is actually. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, happy birthdays, happy anniversaries. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, and so, anyways, yeah, we got I got married, and really, she's kept me sober through pretty much the whole thing. Yeah. And um, at this point, on the other side, obviously, during that, uh, I I found a way to get away with alcohol for a while until I got caught. Um, and then one day, I I think I just wanted to get caught, and I drank some lean that I found and mm-hmm. had to pee test the next day. And I went to jail for 72 hours. I sat in the holding cell, and I was like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, It's over with, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was uh, that was June 7th of 2017. So if you want to, that, that's, um, that's kind of my sobriety day. I still count it as April 30th, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Completely sober since June. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, really. Yeah. Since June 7th of 2017 uh, yeah. is really the last day when I was like, you know what? I'm I'm fucking I'm done with this shit like yeah. over it. And so uh, since then, yeah, I graduated uh, on uh, really I graduated like three or four weeks ago and we moved out here to Denver the day I graduated. <laughs> nice. And uh, so I'm out here in Denver with my wife and my two dogs and my cat and uh it's it's awesome living it up, man. Well, do yeah. a, do a quick. That's dude. That's that's a hell of a story, man. What what yeah. is uh to kind of fully wrap it up? What's your what's your what's your walk with God like these days, brother? <laughs> or just like how's the how's your what is your current like spirituality? So that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> um, it's kind of it's definitely it's in a weird place because at this point I would consider myself closer to God than ever. Um, but also I hold a lot more beliefs or, or a lot more open-minded than I've ever been, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, obviously my, you know, my wife and I are, we're both kind of in a similar place cause we grew up in real conservative Christian homes and it was mm-hmm. spoon fed to us. And uh, we both rejected it for a while and, both kind of we're in the same kind of part of our journey where we're kind of just trying to figure out, you know, where we are. And I still fully believe, you know, I guess I would, I would call myself a Christian, you know? Um, but there's a lot of things that I, you know, I I don't, I don't care if gay people want to get married and I I really, I don't care if people want to do drugs, really, if they want to do, if if they want to do drugs, like go for it. yeah. Is it uh have you have you felt the temptation for since you're in Denver now and weed's legal? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, but more so so that's a weird that's a weird thing because I never really saw weed as an issue, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's still kind of a we a weird area for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't, uh, you know, I, I I did get pretty messed up on alcohol when I was in that rehab, so I, I don't really do that, really. Um, but, yeah, I've smoked since I've been here. I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I've smoked since I've been here, but um, I don't know. It hasn't since i i've done that i don't i i'm trying to be very weary of it you know becoming like i don't want to do it often and i don't want it to be a thing that's like you, you don't know. want it to come to rely on it come become yeah you don't want it to become a problem basically and i don't want to ever get to the i'm worried of getting to the point where it, like if i do it often then at some point it'll not be enough so yeah yeah that's um, the, that's the key never, or or you'll have the idea to you know some dope some <laughs> dope and you know i know yeah i mean I, from what i i say i know i've never fucking been there but from what i hear you know denver's got as much if not more drugs as anywhere it's yeah. crazy man if you go downtown uh like because it's it's a one it's really it's a freeing feeling to be here and not know where to get drugs like yeah. in Atlanta, that was one of the reasons I wanted to get out so bad because I didn't even need a phone number. I just knew where to drive, and he was yeah. there twenty four seven. And um, so it's kind of freeing being here. But I have driven through downtown Denver, and yeah, it is. They have like urban camping, urban camping laws here, so homeless people, like junkies, are just like shooting up like in the middle of town. Yeah, and, it's uh, like that in Portland too, man. Yeah, shooting out right. out in the open. Yeah, you'll see somebody's a bunch of rigs fall out their pocket in front of the Seven Eleven and shit. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Well, we're you know we're friends now, buddy. So don't don't <laughs> feel uh, you know, always reach out if you're feeling squirrely, dude. You know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think there's sure. any uh. Yeah, you you know, being in a a testing area, just make sure and just double down on the on the stuff you need to do to just you know keep yourself out of that trap yeah <clears throat> yeah for sure yeah it's definitely been a, a it's weird when you go from uh i went from testing three times a week to like never drug testing and so that's uh I, there have been moments like i i you know i'd stopped thinking about using it all but now that that freedom is there you know it's still kind of yeah. it pops pops up so so you got you got to hang up with 12 steps or what's the what's the reason for not messing with 12 steps no so i don't have a problem with the 12 steps definitely now i've worked them since kind of like coming back around but um i haven't i need to find a meeting out here really is what i need to do because um i don't know if we're going to find a church but I can at least find a meeting. Uh, yeah, man, I can, I'll call. Uh, I'll call my people over there and see. Uh, see if I could find a good place that's at least close by to you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because yeah. I don't. Because in drug court, I had to go to ninety meetings in ninety days, and uh, so obviously, doing that, I did not want to do that, and so, oh. uh, and that I kind of got a sour taste for uh, a lot of meetings and stuff. But I know that they're our good yeah. meetings out there jeb we had a conversation yeah. on a facebook group about it so totally um well dude uh yeah no thanks for coming on and telling your story dude it was really really good um and yeah for sure don't you know don't hesitate to reach out man i'll send you my number and everything word um, well hey yeah. thanks for uh for letting me talk for an hour sorry uh, that my story man. was all over the place i've never uh it's like actually sat down and told my story to anyone. So sorry if it was all over Feels the place. Feels good, doesn't <laughs> it? 
It was great, man. Uh, oh, really appreciate it. Yeah. 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 It's cool. It all comes full circle back to uh, August is normally a tough month because that was when Trevor died. But it's, uh, you know, like it's become a good month. So, yeah, yeah it's a, awesome. It's dude. a it's a cool time for you to ask me to do this. So thanks. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Weird. That is cool. Very cool. Yeah. trying to figure out why i became a germaphobe you're a germaphobe yeah man or like a hypochondriac germaphobe like i don't understand why i wonder it might have been i'm trying to trace it back were you like that way when you were using fuck no dude that's that's yeah. the note i have this is the, <laughs> the note's pretty funny it goes how did you go from shooting up water out of a toilet to becoming a germaphobe <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah dude i used to literally Literally not care about anything, uh, and I now I, it, I, I, dude, hyper. I think it's because I hate getting sick. is so is so awful for me. I think that's where it comes from. So you've now been I'm just, sick. You've been sick like kind of a lot in the last like two years. Yeah, huh? dude. Yeah. Which and yeah. I wonder how much of that is in like. It's not in my head though, because it's not like I can't handle stuff like. I'm used to feeling awful. I don't. It's I don't, weird, dude. I don't know, man. I uh, I stick to this kind of kind of strong in my personal belief system. Is but in a uh, in the Bhagavad Gita, the Hindu Bible, uh, it says it talks about fear of disease being a defect of character. Really? Yeah. But yeah. it's like I mean, yeah. I I just uh, I mean I I mean I really think it is like a lot of that power of the mind stuff and um. But then again, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't obviously tell a client that who's got like phobias and like, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But I think just for like my person, like my personal, like whatever, I just, I kind of, I believe that for myself, you know? Yeah. It sucks though, dude. <laughs> Cause I, yeah. I used to be so, you know, reckless and like, and it didn't <laughs> matter. And I never got sick. Maybe it was because I was just, I, I was literally. It was like the Simpsons when they told Burns, they're like, you have so yeah. many diseases competing in your body that they've crammed themselves <laughs> in. Crammed they just like, canceled each other out. Yeah, he's like, so I'm invincible. And he's like, no, no, no. In fact, even the slightest breeze could be like, <laughs> invincible. It's, it's, like, it's like when I talk to my friends that are just straight up like players and like all this. And it's like, you know, and like, like they're just being like whores for years. 
And they like almost these dudes like never are the ones that end up with STDs. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe they're just not telling you about it. Maybe they're just <laughs> fronting. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, it's gonna ruin my fun if I let yeah. this out. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I also know I also know a bunch of players like that, and and like I'm always like, do you, you ever got anything? And they're like, well, I don't know. I've never been tested. <laughs> no, like, no, like, I don't want to. I just don't yeah. want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's kind of, you know. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. like I, I've really if I had if I had the money right now, I would just go straight. I want to get like a brain scan, a full body scan. I just mm-hmm. want to know. But on the other hand, I don't even know what the hell the medical community. Do they even know anything? Do, do <laughs> about they, what? About anything. I don't know. It's like all they can really do is just like I mean, it's like I <laughs> I don't want to say that Google is 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 equal to them, but it's like I don't know, man. You can just read test results and like I don't. Know. I mean, I mean, to, you know, if if you have an eye for that stuff, it's like it's just funny because growing up, my dad's a doctor, and it's like he would never like tell me to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's like uh, it, a lot of it is just kind of a um. It's like if you kind of have an idea of what to do, and especially with all this information, like, I don't know, if you know how to use that while you can and, like, do some kind of self-experiments. I don't think a lot of people are good at that, though. I um, think that's true, yeah. You know, so. You have to, especially with the Internet, like, it's it amazes me that people still haven't figured out the proper way to, like, you got to look at, like, 30 articles like pick yeah. out the commonalities like scratch right. out the things that are wrong carry right. on some anecdotes go on some message boards you know you can eventually get to a rough idea you can get to a rough idea if you yeah. do a lot of research like i lot, saw this though. i saw this and i and i would love this to be true but i saw this article one of these clickbait articles like marijuana cures adhd better than adderall and it's, then you click it, it and it's like, and this thing goes on. It said, it said, of thirty participants, you know, we found this da 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 da. And even if 30, that if that were true, it was like, wow. But no, check, no, no, no. But this isn't the kicker. Then I actually clicked the article that it's linked to, and it was done on a one person. It was a case study. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> <laughs> it was a straight up lie. You know? It was like our participant J Rod <laughs> said he could really concentrate after he smoked some weed. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> did did you see so though bad. that new that new study? And I think the the it said. Um, I mean, here we are talking about misinformation, and I'm not quoting it exactly. But fuck you, it's my show. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can do that. uh, the one about alcohol having no health benefits whatsoever in it. And it, probably Oh, I did. Yeah. I think Lupe fiasco posted that. Yeah. He's, and, he, and, he, uh-huh. Go ahead. I was just saying real quick. He posted like alcohol study finds like no benefits of alcohol. And some, some jabroni put like, and there are no benefits of listening to your music. He's clearly an alcoholic. All, all his like profile pictures of him with like getting drunk. You know. I, I think this one though was with the sample size was like twenty eight million. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. It was like a comprehensive study, and they, and they were like basically because they went back and did like all those studies that said like the red wine and the it, heart. Right. It can help this, and they did like a mm-hmm. long term study. All these uh-huh. people, and they're like those small 
instances of like partial benefits, it's like the mm-hmm. the 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 negative and the risk like outweighs Outweigh. it every time. Outweigh. Every time. Yeah. And so that's yeah. like, yeah, it turns out not good at all, ever. In fact, bad. Winning. Winning. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I, and and that's kind of common sense. It's like, oh, you mean you mean a literal poison? <laughs> bad. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Which is, and this is why. Uh, well, this is unpopular, but it's like then you look at if you're talking, it's alcohol. Really, is just the worst fucking drug. Because then if you look at yeah. like heroin, like we're talking mm-hmm. diacetylmorphine, long term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. health risks like mm, it's not awful you know we're talking yeah. like loss yeah. in bone marrow density uh you know if you had like pure like pure yeah marrow. yeah we're talking yeah. we're talking literal pharmaceutical diacetyl morphine right not fentanyl people not fentanyl love of god yeah yeah, yeah it's like you yeah. know it, as far as like the long-term harmful effects you know granted, it's really not bad i mean really I, my doc the first doctor to try to treat me he's that's what he said he says the best you know if you were shooting enough you know pharmaceutical grade heroin like you you wouldn't have really any problems right now. <laughs> like, no, yeah. like it wouldn't be you know um, see, the problem is all that, all that nasty stuff and cut and all, you know what I mean? I was just like, yeah, huh. toilet, toilet water and whatnot. And <laughs> yeah, toilet water, you know, shooting up uh, lemon juice, you know? Oh, this is the, I think ugh, I'll end it with this. <laughs> we can't, we can, um, this is just, I, I realize like the, the height of, of depravity. And this is like the time I, I think of always when it's just like, good Lord, man. Um, was I like was out of meth and out of dope and like I I remembered I had um a a shot back at my house that I had like um missed and so blood had gotten into it and so I just pulled it out and just threw it in a drawer yeah and so this was just a blood uh, shot that was just I already sitting, know where this is going oh, dude it was just oh god it was Ugh, sitting how, in my drawer. How how long was it sitting in your drawer? About a week. About about, about six days. Ugh. And uh, yeah, and I just I, I heated it up a little bit to yeah. get it to where it was. It was still like the consistency of like motor oil. Yeah, and, it's just straight Jello. And yeah. I just oh god, I can kind of throw up thinking about it, but I, I can just <laughs> you remember know, Jed, the feeling. I uh, I think I've done the same thing. Oh, dude, <laughs> how awful honest. is that, dude? And, and then and then it's like you you know you're bad. You know your life is in a bad place when you have to Google what happens when I inject my old blood. Right. 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 You know maybe you should rethink everything. Everything at that point, there oh. should be like a flag, you know, that comes up like intervention time or something yeah, yeah you know it totally worked though yeah it did <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 but it, i've never felt grosser ever uh, i mean uh, I, it's like ugh, ugh, gross. Uh, yeah, God. awful so, so okay. don't do drugs kids it, yeah no. don't do drugs Wait. yeah so i guess we can say the harmful effects of heroin are that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's perfectly safe you might end up using your old blood, you know, and that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Send us the an email. The addiction part is really bad. Yes, it is. It's awful. Um, yeah. You know, send us an email. But by the grace of God, I am 31 years old, and I am sober as hell, so I don't have to live like that anymore. Pretty awesome. That's right. Beautiful send us an email. Life. 
churchandotherdrugs at gmail.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash churchandotherdrugs. We have a Spotify playlist page with all the music from the show. And we'll see you next week. Deuces.